0: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand.
1: It's The Beer Show with Chris Reavers and Mike Fratelloni. That's right, it is the beer show here on Score North and scorenorth.com. It's Chris Reavers, Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. He's off, but he'll be back with us again next week. But don't you fret, ladies and gentlemen. It's still an action-packed hour of non-stop hard-hitting beer information at your disposal. We are live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios, and uh, we're going to the phone lines. So I want to introduce to you, ladies and gentlemen, Tim Bornhold. He uh, emailed me a while back, and... This is a pretty cool story. So he developed a beer app, along with his wife, to track every brewery in the state of Minnesota. And Tim, let me ask you first and foremost, this started off as kind of a project just simply for personal gain, did it not? Exactly, yeah. And then it just kind of grew into this phenomena. So tell us about it.
0: Yeah, kind of spiraled, uh, I guess you'd say out of control, uh, but, but in, uh, in all the best ways. Um, <laughs> it, it started out, um, you know, originally my, my business partner and I, we run an app development company and we wanted to get to every single Lian Chin restaurant in the state. <laughs> and so, you know, as, as you do, uh, right. you print out a map, you put right. it on your wall and you, and you start crossing locations up, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, we make apps for a living. So I thought, I'll just turn this into an app. So I, I spent, you know, a, a day and I basically get this app built. Uh, and I show my business partner. He's like, "Oh man, that's the coolest app I've ever seen in my life." And and uh, I bring it home to my wife. I'm like, "Look what I spent all day doing at work." She looks at me and says, "That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> so I get kind of I get both ends of it. Um, and then she looks at me after like 20 minutes. She comes back in the room and says, "You know, we're trying to get to every brewery in the state. Why don't you make that app for every brewery in the state?" And I was like, "Well, you know, okay, I guess that's the reason I married you. Is you're you're the brains of the outfit." So. <laughs> You know that that's kind of how it went. So we we turned that. out, I just found all the breweries in the state, put them in put them in an app, and and I guess that's useful for more people than a uh, a Leanne Chin tracker.
1: So the link that I have that you sent to me, it's mncraft dot beer. Is that so? How do people find this app if they want to go download it themselves?
0: That's that's exactly it. You can go to your browser, just type in mncraft.beer, beer, or you can go uh, in the app store or the play store, just search for mncraft beer, and we should be one of the we should be the first list uh, link on there.
1: So when you uh, when you develop this, obviously you you have a passion just for beer. You're a, you're a connoisseur like myself. That's kind of how I. Stumbled into doing this radio show as they, you know, when they were developing the show, they were looking around the radio station, saying, "Well, who's the biggest drunk here? Let's just pick Reavers." And (laughs) so I'm, I'm curious as to, you know, obviously it's, it's something that just kind of grows out of an idea and then spawns from there. And I, for the for the craft beer consumer themselves, how do they use it? Can they can they rate? You know, how do the features itself work with the app?
0: Sure. So um, like, like I said, you know, it, it spawned out of building it for ourselves. And really, first and foremost, the whole point of the app is to just track all of the breweries in the state. So um, you when you download the app, you make an account. And then as you go to breweries or ones you've already been to, you can check into them and mark them as visited. Cool. And then you can see it on a big map. You can see all the breweries that you haven't visited yet and all the ones that you have. Um and then if you use Untapped, which is a a big social network for beer drinkers, mm-hmm. um, you can sign in with your Untapped account and then see all the brewer- all the um, beers that are at each brewery and check into them through the app.
1: That is really cool. Now, is it like if you do you have like a dummy one then? So when your wife goes in your phone to check it, that oh I've only been to this many, honey. So can you have like a, <laughs> a secondary
0: one that shows that you haven't been to as many as you maybe have? Well so she's 36 weeks pregnant right now okay. so our our amount of breweries we've gotten to has dwindled uh significantly here but you know I I have been to a couple that she hasn't been to and right. uh, I, I haven't made that mistake since then so uh, no there, there's no need for that <laughs> So how many how many uh, uh,
1: breweries do we have right now in the state of Minnesota that you can download through the MNcraft.beer app
0: let me uh give me one second i, I uh, it's, it's like 170 something 100 169 right now like a couple have have shut down and, come and gone and things like that so 169
1: in just the state of minnesota
0: and, that, and that's just the ones that have tap rooms. There's a few that don't have, a, and that's, the only ones I've put in the app are ones you can actually go to and have a pint, but there's a handful that you can't actually go in and have a beer, so I didn't put those in the app.
1: Now, how many have you visited yourself since you've developed this app? Or maybe you have, you've also included ones that you have been inside and have checked in before, before you developed, the, developed that app.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I've you know I, I don't really tell people how to use it; they can use it however they want. But I've checked into every single one that I've been to, and I've been to a hundred and six.
1: Wow, that's incredible! Which okay, and I I hate asking people this question or putting people on the spot like this, but a couple of those that stand out to you the most.
0: <laughs> well, I think uh, I my again my wife would probably uh, hate me if I didn't. Uh, put in a shout out for badger hill because she's a beer tender there right now so nice. i love badger hill um but the biggest surprise we we went on a tour up north we just uh took a week and bounced from city to city and got 16 breweries in a week and um, going through that list um there's a uh, cayuna which is up, I think it's like Crosby, Minnesota. Okay. Um, man, that, that, if you ever get up that way, um, that brewery just, it, it's it's a small town, small um, brewery, and they just make phenomenal beer. So I, I would have to put in a plug for those guys, too. Tim, how do you spell
1: that one? You said it's cu- Cuyuna? Yeah, it's C-U-Y-U-N-A. C-U-Y-U-N-A. All right, I'm going to, I'm right. See, I'm making a note, Jonathan. I'm making a note to make it, when I make it up <laughs> that way, uh, to try that one. And I've always argued, you know, it, it's, It's funny doing this show, Tim, for the last couple of years and how – communal all of these different breweries are with one another and how there's just really cool pockets of brewery obviously the twin cities is you know kind of on its own island here you know with its own uh, set of competition but you go up to the duluth area and there's such great breweries in the duluth area or or you know the the Brainerd lakes area they have a a ton of uh, great breweries in that you know down where i'm from in Faribault, that's southern minnesota there's so many great breweries around the state now and i've often told people if you're not making great beer, you're not going to survive. But the health of craft beer in just the state of Minnesota is really, really strong right now.
0: Oh, absolutely! Everyone keeps talking about are we at the peak, and I think you know maybe maybe in the Twin Cities we're getting close to that point. But I mean, anywhere you go up north, you go south, out and out west. There's so many small communities that can definitely support a good craft brewery, and I, I think that's really where we're going to start seeing a lot of growth, and that's that's really where we have seen a lot of growth, because I've been you know, running this app for three years now, and, uh, and, and you know, it's not public, but I've, I've been keeping track of all this stuff, and that really is where you're starting to see all the the new breweries open up and, and there's some really good stuff out there. It's, it's perfect for just, if you want to go, um, just find, explore Minnesota, there's, there's, I mean, there's a whole campaign around that, right? If you're going out and exploring, um, anywhere in the state, you're going to find a brewery pretty close by. So Tim, can you pull some strings and do
1: what you can to get me a brewery in the city of Carver where I live? So that way I can, (laughs) I can enjoy the neighborhood pub feeling of a, of a, of a craft brewery right in my own backyard.
0: If I had strings to pull, I would have one open in Rosemont, uh, which is apparently a black hole of of breweries. Uh, It it takes forever to find one around here, too. So I I feel your pain.
1: Right on. (laughs) So out of the ones ones that you haven't visited yet, which ones are you most eager to, or or are you waiting for said baby to get here so that your wife can enjoy? But is there a couple on your list yet that you're looking forward to enjoying the most?
0: Man, I, I can't wait to get back up to Duluth and try out um, Ursa Minor. I've heard good oh, yeah. things about them. Yep. And, uh, yes, like you said, I'm, I'm really I'm waiting for, for my wife to – because it, it is more fun when you can go with somebody else and rate beers and, and compare notes and things like that. So I'm, I'm waiting for that to really uh, dial it in and, and check all of them off the list. That's
1: awesome. Well, Tim, thank you so much for making time, man, and continued success with this app. And, uh, as always, you've got friends here at the Beer Show. Thanks, man.
0: Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. There he goes,
1: uh, Tim uh, Bornholt. He, uh, Jonathan, this is so cool. So he reached out to me. I think uh, maybe about six months. Maybe maybe it was a little bit longer than that ago. Okay. And and then I, all of a sudden I said, oh man, I got to get him on. But here's a guy. That's just a fan of craft beer. Yeah. And he develops an app and then it's gone just gangbusters. See, and that's what I've loved about doing this show is you meet so many cool people like that and we all kind of relate because our big passion is craft beer. Mm -hmm. It's really cool.
0: I like how it started off as something else where (laughs) he was looking for just Leanne Chins and wants to hit them all up in the state and then his wife's like,
1: you should actually do that for... And I keep telling people that, you know, when we started doing this, when Frat, Frat and I started doing this years ago... A lot of these brewers that we were meeting, they were just guys that loved beer and just kind of started tinkering around with home brewing. And six months later, they're dig- you know they're, they're they're digging a hole in the ground and building a brewery. It's just it's really cool to see stories like that develop. So if you're interested, again, the app it's mncraft Beer, uh, as you, as uh, Tim mentioned, you can just go on and any of your app what app stores, your app uh, mm-hmm. devices. Uh, what am I talking about? Well, I don't know why I'm using that accent. Anyway, just go there oh, and find right. out and support Tim. Uh, he's been a big fan of the show for a number of years. We're gonna step aside for just a brief moment so I can watch the uh, Minnesota State High School Hockey uh, intro and all the cool hairs, uh, hairdos that are going on right now. We've got uh, Edina playing Marmita. Is that who, who are they playing? Jonathan, is that who they're playing next?
0: Uh, Edina and Moorhead.
1: Moorhead. Yeah. I, I just saw the cool. big. End. So I didn't know who they were playing. Anyway, (laughs) uh, it's the Beer Show Live on Score North. And of course, online, we are scorenorth.com. Back to the Beer Show here on Score North and scorenorth.com. It's Chris Reavers, Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. We'll be back with us again next week. And it's time for our weekly beer run. And that's when we welcome in our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. They have the best two bottle shops in the Twin Cities in uh, South Minneapolis at Hiawatha and 42nd, and in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. And Ben, you're back. Uh, you are the manager at the White Bear Lake store. And uh, first of all, welcome back to the show, sir. Always good to be back here. So um, I for, before we get to our featured guest this week, you know, it's been a while since I've been up to the White Bear Lake. Lake store, and it's—I still call it the new store because you know my world of elevated. It is the newer store. How are things? I mean, are we progressing uh, on time, on pace? How are things oh, up in White absolutely. Bear Lake? Absolutely,
2: no. The White Bear story. I mean, yeah, like you said, it's still kind of referred to as the new store, but we we're coming on to being here around what four years now. The Minneapolis store even longer. Yeah, it's, it's just wild, and I mean, we're we're still growing. Everyone's great in the community too. They're very supportive. I mean. It's awesome. I don't and, know what else you could ask.
1: For. And here's what I love about that store. Um, it, it, it's 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 hard to describe on the radio, but when you walk into that store, it's it's a beautiful store. It's got pop. I mean, it, it, it the selection stands out, and I know that that was kind of the intent um, with the guys when they decided to, to to build in what is essentially their hometown. So it's 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 a very charming and beautiful store.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. And then even the staff there too. Like the second you walk in, you have everyone. Uh, you know, if you want help. They're there to offer the help for yep, you. Yeah,
1: that's what's... So. so, and and also my condolences uh, to, the, to the hockey team today. They had a tough yeah, challenge playing was, Blaine, but it was cool that they made it, right?
2: Yeah, and you know what? They scored a couple goals there, so, I mean, <laughs> we kind of had a little hope. <laughs>
1: right, right on. All right, so let's get to our featured uh, tasting this week. So, what we do uh, every week during this time, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, we bring in a cool and unique different brewer or brewery uh, for this segment, and uh, we feature not one, but two tastings uh, this weekend. Yeah. And, and are we doing the same schedule? We're doing Friday Minneapolis apples from five to seven and saturday from three to five in white bear lake
2: you got it right all
1: right and who are we featuring this week sir uh,
2: we got our beer of the month feature uh uinta, and we got randy in the studio right now
1: randy well you also welcome back sir thank you thanks for having me all right so i was introduced to you guys how long ago was that what i was uh, i introduced to uinta
3: uh, well, when we came to the market, you probably were introduced to us and, yeah. and tried us. That was about three years ago here in uh, the Twin Cities. But I was on the show just uh, not too long ago, probably six, seven months ago okay. when, when we met. And we uh, got to try some beers and uh, some of our summer offerings and uh, some different stuff like that. Here's
1: so. what I love about your brand and your portfolio of beer at Uinta. First of all, everybody walks in and says, give me some of that Unita beer you wanna you, you, wanna, wanna, into, right. you want right we need it it's u-i-n-t-a <laughs> and uh i have always been someone that's kind of on the wimpier side i i, I know i'm cliched i like the hazier style i don't like it suit. i don't mind it hoppy but i don't like it bitter so your brand is perfect i i was introduced to the is it it's hop notch the tangerine Hopnosh ipa you got it which is one of now my go-to's I, I you know I was a Citradelic guy, but now it's 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 hopnosh tangerine IPA all all day for me. I I, I love that beer. And then I think the last time you were on, I was introduced then to the was it the lime the lime pills. Oh yeah. my god, that's another. It's it's folks, it's perfect like summertime chill or even this time of the year when it's spring and we desperately want it to be summer right yeah this is that's spring, what i want summer to start faster right so i i absolutely love uh, your guys's style of beer and 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 i'm excited to see what what else you guys have uh, in store
3: i appreciate it. Yeah, yeah you went to one thing that we take pride in is obviously making uh, good liquid and good beer but we want to make uh, all the different styles for everyone to try but we also want to make them approachable so like you said uh, our ipas even like our double ipas or some of our uh, black Loggers and stuff you get to uh, try that style of beer but yet it's very drinkable um and it's not over the top but yet well balanced and very refreshing all right and what i'm looking at that i can't wait
1: to try uh clear days the juicy ipa this uh looks right out of the reavers handbook yeah that is is this is this new because i haven't seen this can
3: before it's making new that's why i brought it uh yeah it's our newest ipa for uh 2019 it's our take on that hazy, juicy New England style. Mm-hmm. Um, what we did is we took all that uh, all that stuff that people want in that hop, juicy style, but we actually filtered this beer to give the liquid a little bit more shelf life and make it a little more stable. Uh, so you get the nose, the same nose as a hazy, the same mouthfeel, and the same flavor profile, but yet uh, the liquid's actually clear if you look at it. That's really cool. So,
1: Ben, back to you, um, because... I know the kind of idiot that I am when I walk into Elevated and ask the really dumb questions, but are you still getting inundated with, where's your hazy IPAs? Or are you also getting the, maybe still so many of the non-converts that are out there that are still drinking the domestic light lagers that are saying, give me something that's not going to make my tongue burn. Yeah, Is that a common question that you're getting? And obviously this is the type of beer that you'd be recommending in that regard.
2: Oh, definitely. We'd like the clear days is definitely one that we'd be recommending. Um, we, it's, I mean, it still is kind of interesting because you know, we still do get the people coming in being like, you know, I've had these hazy IPAs. What are the new ones that you got this week? Sure. Um, you know, and we still are getting a ton of new, hazier, juicy IPAs. Um, so I mean, there it's still uh, always rotating on the shelves, always new stuff coming out, but we do still see a lot of people coming in like, you know I'm kind of over the haze craze. Uh, what do you got that's back to basics? Like, okay. what's the, what's like the the tangerine hop nosh or like what's that back to that IPA normal style? So
1: okay, I don't want to keep you know hammering down this <laughs> point, but is it is it people that are still kind of late to the trend of the of the hazy IPA or is it that that style of beer just kind of hit hit a, a trigger with a lot of people?
2: I think it hit a, the trigger with a lot of people okay. for sure. Um, yeah, I don't think. I mean, there's still going to be a couple people late to the game. I, I certainly was at first. I was like, oh, I kind of like the bitterness when I have an IPA. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of grew on me. I was like, all right, well, I'll try this one. All right, well, I'll try another one. All right, <laughs> all, right all right, all right. Here we go, here we
1: go. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, Uinta Brewing is the guest here in the Beer Show, courtesy of our friends from Elevated Beer, at Wine & Spirits, two tastings this weekend at the South Minneapolis location from 5 to 7 on Friday and in White Bear Lake from 3 to 5 p.m. this Saturday. So, uh, back, to, back to Uinta, the, the port— because of the clear days because this is new to the market was this you guys finally going ah crap we better make a hazy ip or is it because let's capitalize on something that we don't think is going to die anytime soon
3: yeah we don't think uh the haze is going away or the the juicy style ipa we wanted just to let people know out there that to get a New England-style flavor profile, it doesn't necessarily have to be hazy. Sure. Um, so we wanted a clean, clear liquid, but yet get all that same flavor characteristics as the hazy, juicy um Beers, I call them like more like a hop juice or Mm -hmm. you like that orange juicy kind of flavor profile, just a little more sessionable than our hop nosh, which is at 7.3%. The clear days is at six, Uh, just a more everyday, easy drinking IPA. That's cool.
1: So Randy, let me ask you when you're, when you're out there, when you're, whether you're at a bar or retail location, like elevated, you know, what, what are you most proud of to, to present right now with the Uinta
3: brand? Well, it's uh, probably two beers. Always like, you know, what's new, what everyone wants. So Clear Days is definitely, uh, we take pride in that beer. Because I can tell you're excited about that yeah, one. Yeah, super excited. I keep looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, Hop Nosh, that's like our OG. That's what uh, put us on the map, you know. Nice. Um, you got to you know, keep giving that beer love and, and selling that because if it wasn't for Hop Nosh and some of the, the original, you know, the pale ales out there and the original IPAs, these craft breweries won't be around. So got to keep selling that. And that's our number one selling beer still. And there's obviously a huge following, even though all these new styles keep coming up and that people want the, the OG hop nosh is still outselling all the others. I will, have you, uh, I will have you know,
1: by the way, I have a good friend of mine who is on the amateur baseball team that I help coach. And he is and has been, let's See, he's 36 years old. And he has, since he was 21, uh, been a diehard, dedicated Bud Light, and now Bud Light Lime drinker. Last summer, I converted him to Uinta Lime. Nice. He I said, like it. And That's I said, fantastic. Mike, 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 try it. Yep. Be a big boy and try, because he literally <laughs> won't drink any other beer except for the two that I had mentioned. Yep. He tried and
3: he went. Oh man, this is this is pretty good. I said, "Yeah, dummy, they make good beer." <laughs> I was uh, I was I was fishing uh, up in Canada last summer, and my uncle uh, my uncle's the same way. Bud Light Lime in the summer, Bud Light every other season <laughs> besides the summer. So instead of uh, telling him or asking him to try it, I just kept putting the lime pilsners in his cooler. Like, just keep filling his cooler up with lime pilsners. And he kept getting mad and mad and uh, got more mad because he's trying to find his Bud Light Limes. Finally, he was out of Bud Light Limes and he cracked the lime pilsner. And he looked at me and was like, holy cow. And it, since that day, he's been asking me for more lime pilsners. So I'm like, Uncle Mike, I got gotcha. you. So Uncle Mike got mad that his nephew kept
1: putting all that free beer in his cooler. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, stop stocking this cooler with all that <laughs> Every beer yeah. oh that's pretty funny a
2: terrible problem to it really is isn't it
1: <laughs> uh you went to brewing the guest here courtesy of elevated beer wine and spirits so what's this other uh limited release can that i'm seeing in front of me
3: yeah i brought a few different ones just to show you um so you went to we have a line called the crooked series that's our take on like our limited gives our our brewers kind of you know, free range to do what they want, have fun with it. They build, uh, build the recipes and do some fun different stuff. Uh, we used to put those in the 750 mls, then we moved to the 22 ounce bombers, but those larger format bottles, uh, they don't move like they used to. So now, uh, new um, this year, we've been putting it in six pack cans, just like all our other beer. So I brought you two. I got Migrator, which is a bourbon barrel aged Doppelbach. Oh, my awesome beer. And then uh, the other one is noble nectar that is a belgian strong ale that we brew with some this guy right here yep that guy right there and that's another tasty one too so brought you a few limited beers to try from us that's really cool so uh
1: i'm curious because this type of beer and, and Listen, I'm as dumb as it comes when it comes to the world of beer. I just do this show because I'm a drunk. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> Like tasting it. So when it's March 7th and we're, you know, you guys have already thought well ahead of not only spring, but summer beers because you guys, in, at whether you're at Elevator, whether you're, whether you're representing Uinta, you got to stay ahead of the curve. Are beers like that still going to be relevant? in into may june or sorry april and may and things like that
3: right yeah you still have like uh the drinker out there that wants something you know darker they like stouts and porters or uh you know something like a doppelbach or a black lager they want to drink that year round the average drinker normally doesn't do that they they the transition with the seasons, So we try and schedule our brewing uh, schedule for the year on styles that we think people are going to be drinking that time. Okay. Um, so we do have a uh, kettle sour coming out for the summertime. Uh, that recipe is still being built, so I don't know exactly what it will be like. But I did bring a beer, sort of like that last time. Mm-hmm. We had the the Crimson Tart, which was a, a pomegranate kettle sour. I, don't I don't do if you remember. Re- yeah, trying I that. do remember that nice, good, yeah. uh, fruity kettle sour because UNTA uh, does make some really good kettle sour. So we'll come out with another sour, and that's what kind of the style people want to drink when it's hot in uh, summertime.
1: And let me so let me ask you both this question because uh, I have long contended that I remember the first time. Whether it was Ryan or Tom brought someone on to talk about a sour beer, and I thought, I'm not trying that crap. I'm, you know, I want to drink <laughs> yeah. a beer, and I even remember that being a little bit like it was probably good, but my personal t- palates just hadn't been accustomed to that because I'm, I'm in my mind, I'm picturing very tart lemonade, yeah, and and that's probably what how my my taste buds reacted. But I do have to say that from from that point years ago till now, the
3: sour game has been stepped up big time.
1: Oh, oh yeah, it's
2: exploded. Yeah.
3: Definitely, yeah. People are out seeking out sours, and a lot of the limited, like one-off runs that breweries are doing have to do with you know the kettle sours or different type of sour. And like uh, we talked bo- before, Uenta sours are very approachable. They're not overly the top like tartness, so mm-hmm. it's not going to hit you way back in, um on your palate like some sours do, where it's almost too much, too tart. Um, but they're uh, nice, approachable, little tartness, uh, little sourness, and then nice citrus. Normally, some sort of fruit that we add to it. Are you
1: seeing that from a consumer standpoint
3: too, Ben?
2: Oh, absolutely. You know, and you, you'll see the two different types of sour drinkers: the ones that want. Like that I want to take a sip and I want my mouth to pucker and the others are like, no, I just kind of want that nice, refreshing, easy drinking, like just good sour. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it, and it's awesome too. Like you said, it's exploding with is the sour it, scene.
1: Is it almost getting to the point too, where uh, with that type of, of of beer, the sour beer, now I'm talking in general, where it's going to grow to its own sustainable division of, of craft beer? Are we getting to that point? Or are, are have we already gotten to that point with sour beer? Just because I know personally, like I myself now, I love sour beers. Oh, I, I really do. Yeah. And I know that a lot of other people are probably, you know, behind the curve a little bit, but are but are slowly gravitating towards that style of beer.
2: I think we could see sours being more of a regular thing than just a se- like a summer seasonal. Like mm-hmm. it, uh, I kind of remember... You know, when it first started hitting, and I was like, "Oh, now we're getting out of summer. All right, we're still getting sours, right? And yeah, yeah." So,
1: I also think too, and this is just a personal opinion. I think that the 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 change in the buying habits of, and I'm just using myself as an example, that I'm also trying to <clears throat> watch this guy here, in my waistline, and I and, and whether it's whether it is or it isn't, I just in my mind's eye think sour beer it's it's easier on calories easier in the waistline because i don't want to drink a, a sparkling seltzer i, I still want to have a beer is that a fair assessment
2: yeah so
3: and that's a that's a huge thing now you know people it's a lifestyle people are looking for low calorie um beer but still have good flavor uh you know it doesn't have to not have flavor to be low calorie and uh What's funny is Uenta has kind of been brewing low calorie, low ABV beer since the beginning because we're in our home state of Utah. We have a 4% uh, ABV law. So we actually have some low-calorie beer. We just didn't market it that way. But now we're thinking about, hey, everyone wants low-calorie beer. Let's start putting it on the can, let people know that that's what we got. And, you know, I wasn't going to bring
1: that up because I always ask it every time you guys come on, but I always find it interesting because, now remind me the story. So you guys are out of Salt Lake City, Utah, correct? Been brewing in Salt Lake for 25 years. Now, what what are the the restrictions of the beers that you can either distribute in the state or pour in the taproom as opposed to the ones that you can distribute around? The nation,
3: yeah. So uh, with Uenta, we're a little bit different than the average craft brewery because uh, we're at, we are in Utah, so we have some laws that we have to uh, abide by in our home state. So we're basically two breweries in one. We have our portfolio for our Utah um, selling, and then we also have a portfolio for the the nation. The difference is we can only sell 4% beer on draft in our home state okay. or in grocery stores. So if you want to get higher ABV beer, you have to go to one of the 50 state-ran liquor stores. a little <laughs> different. You know. You don't have cool bottle shops like Elevated. Uh, everything's ran by the government. Uh, and then if you want to get higher ABV beer when you're in a bar or restaurant, uh, you got to look at the bottle list or the can list because everything on draft is 4% or less, so it's all session beer. So if you want low-calorie, lifestyle beer you should go to utah and you can uh, drink some so you can get <laughs> higher than four percent you just have to go to a special
1: liquor store gotta go to a special liquor is store. it a municipality or how, how does that work because that's that's interesting i didn't know that part of it
3: yeah uh ran by the local state government there's 50 stores uh across the utah um, there's more and, you know, more populated places like Salt Lake, uh, but there's, you know, some places where you live, you got to drive quite a ways to, uh, get a bottle of whiskey or, or find a high ABV beer. So w- w- what's the
1: rationale without getting into too many specifics of the laws, but that I find that fascinating. What's the rationale as, as
3: the government can control the amount that's being distributed is that the thinking behind it? Yeah, uh, control, you know, control and uh, make money off alcohol. Basically, everything changed. Um, we made we built a, a brand new facility right before the Olympics came to town, and when that's the Olympics right. showed that's up, right. uh, the government started uh, opening up, you know, liquor sales a little bit more uh, because they wanted to make money. And they did. They made a bunch of money, and they realized, hey, we should, you know, we should look into this. And they never kind of went back. After, <laughs> and that was two thousand and two. Yeah, God's that was two thousand and two. <laughs> so we're moving in the right direction. Right. Um, I don't know if it's passed already, or I know they're talking about uh, upping the grocery liquor uh, to six percent, so okay. you could be able to find some craft beer and grocery. I don't know. I think that might be passing this year. I'm not exactly sure. So we're still baby steps you know getting to where somewhere like you know the twin cities where you can get you can get beer pretty much you know anywhere because of the success now and i
1: don't want to put you personally on the spot but because of the, the success of uinta has there been thought about even bigger expansion to maybe a, di- a different tap room in a different state or is salt lake city and the state of utah always going to be home
3: salt lake city is going to be our home um you know that's will our founder he he moved to salt lake city because he loved the outdoors and he wanted to build a a craft brewery, but he also wanted to have an outdoor lifestyle brand and uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, I mean, the state, arguably the, the best state for any outdoor recreation, whatever you like to do, you know, mountain biking, skiing. But uh, we're, we're proud to call Utah home. Uh, we do all our, yeah, all our brewing and everything comes from our home state of Utah. We do distribute our beer in over 40 states. So you can find Uinta pretty much everywhere across the country. But yeah, we're, we're going to stay in Utah and keep calling Utah home. That is really cool. That's pretty cool.
1: And, yeah. and again, you went to Brewing the Guest here uh, on the Beer Show, two tastings at Elevated. Uh, they're our home for everything beer related <laughs> uh, in South Minneapolis. So uh, that'll happen uh, this Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. and this Saturday from three to five p.m. at the White Bear Lake uh, location. Are you guys good on time? Can oh, I have yeah. you guys hang hang with me for a Absolutely. minute? Absolutely. All right, cool. Let's come back and let's uh, continue the weekly beer run. You're listening to the Beer Show live on Score North and online. We are ScoreNorth.com. Final segment of the beer show here on Score North and scorenorth.com. It's Reavers, Mike Fratelloni from Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores will be back with us again next week. And we're still in the middle of the weekly beer run, courtesy of our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, talking about Uinta. Brewing Company out of Salt Lake City, Utah, and uh, two tastings this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. It's your chance to sample great beer from a great brewery, and you get to do it for free, Friday from 5 to 7 at the South Minneapolis location, and Saturday uh, from 3 to 5 p.m. at the White Bear Lake store. And I keep telling people, Ben, go there, get the stuff you need for the weekend anyway, and then try you into beer, and you get to do it for free. It's a no-brainer. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, one thing I forgot to mention, even though you gave me about 17 reminders, that Uinta is the beer of the month. And uh, this is what makes this even extra special when you go there and get the sample for free. You guys have a cool special deal on the 15-pack from Uinta, and I want to hear more about it.
3: Yeah, so uh, we came out with a new 15-pack. This is the first 15-pack from Uinta. Uh, we did a unfiltered session IPA for our 15 pack. We're running it uh, on sale at Elevated for 13.99 right sweet, now. Sweet, sweet, super good price. Uh, regular price, you know, 15.99. So saving a couple dollars there, under a under a dollar a beer. And uh, it's a really good, easy drinking 4% uh, session IPA uh, for all the you drinkers out there. You get to try another new IPA from Uenta. That's really cool. And you also have a, a 12 pack of a, a new. A newer 12 pack? Is that what I'm hearing? We got two 12 packs two uh, for a beer of the month at Elevated. We have uh Hopnosh, which is our original or flagship IPA. 12 packs are 11.99. Regular price is 13.99, so good price on those. And then we have a duo pack we call it, so you get six grapefruit Hopnosh and six tangerine Hopnosh to uh, make that a 12 pack and that is also 11.99 99 uh, at Elevated for the month. That's really cool. So, I'm going about to ask
1: a very loaded and controversial question. Are you ready? I think so. All right. So, <laughs> I know that when I either yeah, I man. or anybody else goes into one of the elevated locations and they're they're looking for the the assortment pack and when do you when do you as a brewery when do you get to that point where you can say, "All right, it's time for us to do this. We've reached a point where it makes either financial sense
3: or strategic sense for us to to go down that route? Yeah, so uh, we've been making mixer packs or variety packs for quite a while. We normally only sell most of them in our home state just because we sell a lot more beer and we have a a bigger following uh, the closer you get to our brewery. At the national level, we kind of pick a few that we think would work uh, for what people are drinking and want. And then, yeah, it does cost money, you know. the packaging line doesn't know to put three of this, three of that, and right. three of the other thing in a package. So it takes more time. So we did the duo pack because uh, it's a little less work with just six and six rather than having, you know, three or four different styles of beer. And then also, tangerine and grapefruit nosh are our second and third best selling beers. So that's what people will wanted and they told us that because that's what was selling so that's what we decided to put in the package because nice. yeah. i have to imagine ben that when i when idiots
1: like me walk into the white bear lakes are like what's a good assortment pack that i can bring to my buddy's cabin right
2: yeah no definitely you enter <laughs> that's cool
1: um also you guys are doing a pretty cool cooler giveaway this
3: weekend yeah so um we did a few giveaways last summer with elevated we try and do something cool um as much as possible with them. So, we, yeah, we do a... It's a wooden deck cooler. Uh, it has... Um it's, it sits up off the ground, made out of nice wood. Opens up. It can fit a ton of beer. It's huge. Oh, it, has cool. a, it Has a bottle opener on the front, towel rack, and then it has a nice uh, like uh, tin engraving of the the Uinta logo on the front. So right now, it probably would sit in your snowbank, but once the snow melts, you know it's gonna look nice on someone's deck. So we're gonna give that away at the end of the month. How about on the front porch of the beer store hostess? Yeah, oh, a yeah, good boy? yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: maybe a six pack okay. on your porch. All right, got it, got it, got it.
1: Um, and I also a little. Bertie is telling me that uh, coming in the year 2020, you guys at Uinta Brewing, based out of Salt Lake City, Utah, you guys are going to have a little bit of involvement with the uh, the airport.
3: Yeah, so uh, currently right now in Salt Lake, we are building a brand new airport. We're not adding on to our, our airport. It's oh, this is be, an entire new airport. completely new oh, airport going up right next to it. Uh, uh, Delta has a hub out there, so you got a lot of flights coming through Salt Lake City. We want to give uh, people the opportunity and chance to try Uinta, uh, and maybe they want um, otherwise, than you know, grabbing a beer at the airport because yep. they're not final destination isn't Salt Lake, but they're coming through on their way to the West Coast or heading back east. So... We uh, we're gonna have a few places that you can uh, grab a grab a pint of Uenta and enjoy some of our beer and uh, not necessarily have to spend time in Salt Lake, but maybe a, an hour layover or two hour layover. Come uh, grab a few pints or find us. We'll be around the new airport. So that's what I was gonna say because I personally have not ever
1: visited or vacationed in Salt Lake City. It's it's beautiful. So don't get me wrong. It's it has nothing to do with that. I just but I have flown through. Whether on my way to the West Coast or, or back, I've, I've gone through that airport a couple of times. So, are we talking about double the size of the existing airport, or is this, or is this, it just needs to, from a strategy standpoint, yeah. needs to move to a different part it's, of the city?
3: I think it just, we're, we're due for a new airport. Got it. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but I think Salt Lake is like one of the last airports where you can smoke cigarettes in. I don't no, know if you remember that. Really? Yet. <laughs> we had smoking rooms in ours, so maybe that damaged it a little bit because we need a new one because of all the smoke damage. But uh, yeah, I remember flying through or going to Salt Lake and be like, wow, there's still smoking in there in the airport that's weird but uh yeah so it's dated it just it needs to be done and I'm uh it's one of the more traveled airports because Delta calls it uh one of their homes so it's it's going to be great that we're going to have a brand new uh, airport and you know get a ton of traffic coming to Utah or coming through Utah you have people get to try our beer. All right, so you went to brewing the guest here courtesy of Elevated Beer Wine and Spirits. So Randy, I'm going to put you on the
1: spot. We're sitting here we're watching the uh, the high school hockey game. dine is currently leading moorhead 2 to nothing. You have your own little uh venture from the high school hockey team. Are you allowed to tell this story of, of of your venture from start of the day to where, to where you actually oh, yeah. have had a full day already before you came on the beer show today. Yeah,
3: full day. Um I uh, yeah. got asked to go to the, the, the games this, or yesterday, uh, so I help out and coach at Burnsville. Well, I'm the goalie coach over there, assistant coach, and uh, I played for the program, uh, you know, that's geez, 10, 12 years ago now. Don't worry, but, I'm you yeah. our son, you're all right. You're all right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I had the opportunity to go. I was like, yeah, I can't pass that up, so I uh, got up, uh, headed over uh, to Tom Reed's, hung out there for a little bit, caught a few games, I was cheering for... Uh, Lakeville South, because uh, Yanni used to coach over at Burnsville. Okay. Uh, I helped him out a little bit. So I was rooting for them, uh, caught Caught the both the games. I had to leave early. That one went into triple overtime. It's I was dead. like, I'm going to be late for the radio show. If so I that's the dedication,
1: folks. <laughs> yeah. He left a triple <laughs> overtime hockey game in the state tournament yeah. to make his appearance on time
3: yeah. here at the beer show. I, I-, uh, I looked over. I was like, hey, thanks for the invite, but I got a jet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny. So we had it on in here, and there was me and, like, all the sales guys were watching it on the high-def TCL TV down in my little cubbyhole. And we we're and see, I didn't know where my sensibilities should lie. I'm a kid that grew up in Faribault, so I'm not supposed to like Lakeville, but I currently live in Carver, so I can't cheer for Eden Prairie. I didn't know yeah. what to cheer for. So obviously I'm cheering for Lakeville South because yep. Eden Prairie is the number one seed, so you always root for the underdog. That, yep. That's, that's oh, yeah. where
3: my allegiance went. Yeah, I, I wanted to Lakeville South because uh, Yanni, <laughs> he went from Burnsville over to Lakeville. He coached at Burnsville for about 10 years. And then I grew up in Burnsville, but uh, currently live in the Lakeville South uh, school district. I'm in Elko New Market, if okay. anyone knows where that is, way down south. But yeah, so... Uh, Elko living,
1: Express, New Market Muskies, Tomball, yeah, baby. Yeah,
3: heck yeah. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, uh, I, with, with living down there, I had... A little bit invested in Lakeville South, but uh, unfortunately they didn't pull it out. But, hey, it was a good game. Made it triple overtime, so good for them. That's really cool. All right, back to beer here in the final couple of minutes on the beer show. You went to
1: Brewing Company, the guest, courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine & Spirits. Two tastings this Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. at the South Minneapolis location and this Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. at the White Bear Lake store. Uh, Ben, you're up first, and Randy, you're up second. All right. It. you all every single one of us that are fans of craft beer we have kind of our own personal flavor you know when you're when you have either a customer or somebody that's just looking for recommendations what's your personal go to and kind of your route that you like to steer people towards as it relates to beer like the style in general
2: no definitely uh well when someone's coming in looking for help you know i try and give them the best honest help i can give them if they're looking for uh like an imperial stout you know that's I like them. They're not necessarily my strong suits. So Got it. Half the time, if someone else working that likes them, i be like, "Hey, IPAs, sours, the hazy IPAs, the juicy ones. I'll help you all day on those. I'll show you the greatest local guys, or even like the non-local guys, mm-hmm. just the good ones that I, I'm really digging." I was like, "But if you're looking for something like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this person. They love stouts. They're gonna like. They'll have a whole list for you." Sure.
1: What's your What's your personal jam? If I opened oh, up man. your fridge. At home, you don't have to necessarily name a brand, but a style yeah. of beer. What what is your personal go to?
2: Uh, I'd probably say I have a uh, IPAs definitely, Sure. definitely the IPAs. Because yeah, um, you
1: mentioned earlier, you you're a personal fan of the of the bitter,
2: oh, yeah. bitter style. Yep. Okay, yeah. So like those West Coast IPAs, like those are my jam. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, I in my beer fridge I have a little, the little crisper drawer filled with some sours that nice. like. I'm like nobody touched these. those are poppers. These are, yeah, those are mine. <laughs> you ask permission, <laughs> right? All
3: right, Randy. Same question for you. Oh man, I mean, I guess I could say IPAs too, but uh, I'll just I'll say something different. I'll I'll go. I'm checking down more into like the the pilsners, the easy drinking stuff. You know, I've had all the hoppy beers out there. Uh, you know, drink for a, professionally for a living. I I say so. so is, it know, a, is
1: it a sessionability? Yeah. Uh, issue for you? Not know, issue, well, but it, is that it was why? was an issue.
3: I think uh, I've already had all the IPAs and drank so many IPAs. Don't get me wrong. I'll order an IPA and drink an IPA. But uh, you know, a, a lower ABV beer that you can enjoy. I don't have to have a an eight percent, nine percent IPA. I'm with you. to enjoy craft yeah. beer. There's a lot of good beer out there that uh, is low ABV, easy drinking. Uh, just like a, you know, like the Lime Pilsner or something like that. That's kind of more more my style. You know, easy drink more of them uh so you still get to i I like to enjoy i guess quantity nice a little bit of quality too but more quantity now why don't you ask me <laughs> why don't you guys ask me that same question what do
1: you uh, clear, clear days, clear days, clear days uh, yeah. juicy ipa from yeah. you into brewing i'm not kidding uh i i will lie i i, t- I took a little sip and um that's really mm-hmm. incredible Congratulations. That's a really good beer. Yeah, we're really proud of that beer. That turned out great. Um, this is brand new to the market or it's coming out? I'm it's, sorry. It's here. It's it brand
3: is. new. Uh, I think it's been in the market maybe two weeks. I'd say closer to one week. So it's it's at elevated right now, but it just got there. Yeah. It, is this going to be gone before? I mean, is it going to be out before we can
1: get more?
2: I'd be very sad if that were the <laughs> Okay, case. good, yeah. good, <laughs> it's, good. It's really good, yeah.
1: Yeah, this is a beer that you guys should definitely be proud of, and I and I know one that I mean, obviously, as you were mentioning earlier, Hopnosh is gonna is your flagship uh, beer for you guys that you went and, and and the lime
3: will will torpedo once we hit back, summertime, yep. and and this one I can tell too is is really gonna be a good beer for you guys. Yeah, and I like the the packaging turned out great, the colors looks good, uh, and just overall it's. Pretty much everything you know, that from when we decided to make a, a juicy or hazy, you know, New England style, from start to finish, it, it turned out the brewers did a really good job uh, in getting that, you know, capturing that juicy, fruity fr- uh, flavor profile without the fruit, just using the hop variants in there. Okay, so, so bo- both uh,
1: two-part question again for both of you: What got you into this room? What led you down the path of, of saying that, that beer is where I want to make my mark and beer is the route that I want to take? Was it you had an interest in potentially homebrewing at some point and then just went down this route? What what led you
3: to the world of craft beer, both of you? Uh, I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, well, so back to hockey. Uh Beer and hockey is what I like, so <laughs> I didn't make it. I didn't make it in hockey, so I was like, "Hey, I might as well make it in beer." So I started throwing the resume around into uh, different distri- uh, distribution centers. Worked for a local one here, uh, not too far down the street. Uh, breakthrough Beverage. Uh, they still sure. distribute UENTA for us, and then uh, from there, I moved over to UENTA and been with them for about three, three and a half years now. But yeah, so uh, beer and hockey—that's what I like. So might as well do it for a living. Nice. What about
2: you? Yeah, no, I've, uh, I've enjoyed craft beer since, you know, since I turned 21, uh, of my roommates turned me on to it and I came back, uh, down here to the city, saw a job opening at, at elevated, you know, Tom interviewed me and I was like, yeah, you know, I like these beers and whatnot. And you know, it what I learned since I've started working is just crazy. And everything that I learned about the industry, I've just become to love more and more. Like, it's just really cool. It's
1: a fun industry and I'm just an ancillary piece on the outside of it, but it is a cool, fun atmosphere and industry to be a part of just because of the camaraderie. I was mentioning this earlier. Everybody's kind of rooting for each other, which is almost Unheard of in in any walk of life, but it's but it's cool. I, I really admi- I've always admired that about this about this industry.
2: It's probably my favorite part about the industry is that camaraderie. Like,
1: well, yeah. it, it's you know, case in point, the state fair two years ago. I have John Leinenkugel on stage, and he's interviewing. The guy from Shells. It was like, what, what's going on here? Did I just lose control of this entire show? And of course, anytime John comes on the show, you do lose control. He just kind of takes over, which is fine in and of itself. But he's sampling other. It's you know, same thing. You're you know, you're even though you represent you into your fans of other people's beer. It's it's
3: one thing I've always truly admired about oh, this. Yeah. I got other people's beer in my fridge right now. I'm not going to say who. <laughs> But I definitely have some go to's and there's some really good beer out there. I'm a fan of just good beer. So if, uh, it doesn't matter where they're from or, you know, um, what they're doing, if they're making good liquid and, you know, they're good people, then I'm on board and, We'll support you. They support us, and it's just overall, it's a fun atmosphere when everyone's rooting for each other. It is. I couldn't
1: agree with that more. All right, so Randy, if people are hearing this for the first time and they want to find out more about you guys uh, at you into brewing, maybe where your beer is located, and uh, all things you to brewing related, where's the best place for them to go?
3: Elevated, elevated, <laughs> elevated, elevated. No, yeah. So we've uh, you went to brewing beer out in Salt Lake City for twenty five years. We've been here in the Twin Cities, uh, coming up on four years now. Time flies. Um, but yeah, Elevate has been supporting us ever since we made it here to the Twin Cities. Actually, you guys hosted, uh, Steve K, uh, Steve Kufniak, one of the founders, uh, and like employee number four at Uenta wow. on your show okay. when we launched here in the Twin Cities years ago. Um, uh, they so, ask really stupid questions. I don't know. I didn't listen to the okay, show. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so I, probably I, did. Wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't at Uenta did. yet, so okay. I wasn't here, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> you probably were good though. Yeah. But yeah, no, so that's awesome that, uh, you guys welcomed us in the Twin Cities since day one so we appreciate that for you know having us on the show and then elevated for carrying us but uh yeah it's it's been a a great run uh we love selling beer in, in minnesota there's tons of great beer already in minnesota and we we appreciate that but also there's drinkers drinking good beer from outside of minnesota so it's awesome I love uh, the Twin City beer scene. It's a it's a good place for beer. Awesome. Thanks, man. Appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: And, of course, uh, as we've been mentioning, two tastings this weekend, this Friday from 5 to 7 at the South Minneapolis location, and this Saturday you can go see Ben from 3 to 5 p.m. and sample Uinta Brewing.
2: Hey, I'll be there.
1: Awesome. And you guys are all over social media.
2: Absolutely. Uh, you can look us up on Elevated BWS for the Minneapolis store or Elevated WBL for the White Bear Lake store.
1: Awesome. Thanks for coming in, Ben. Yeah. Appreciate you, man.
2: And if you missed any portion of this
1: fantastic award winning and sometimes controversial program. You can always check out the podcast that you can find online at scorenorth.com. Again, you into brewing the guest. And uh, folks, if you haven't tried it, one of my new favorite jams. They uh, they have, like uh, Ray was mentioning, they've been here for about uh, three three plus years now. And uh, you should check them out. They make uh, fantastic and really good sessionable, drinkable beer. For Mike frataloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores, my name is Chris Reavers. We will do this again next Thursday night at 6 p.m. Until then, we're going to make way for Raised by Wolves up next right here on Score North and scorenorth.com. Cheers.